0: For the listeners, I have to give a legal disclaimer that you know I'm not a certified nutritionist or a trainer or whatever. So, whatever I say, you can take it with a grain of salt. Do your own research, consult your physicians if you want to. This is Nabil Aziz, and you're listening to the Dukan Show. Urban life,
1: neighborhood banter. Pull a seat and pass the time. <laughs> the yeah. the Hosted by Ot Toothless, and Ishad yeah, I
0: guess so. What I find is like a lot of the times is that we'll um, read anachronisms into like history. Especially like Muslims. Like people will be like, you're the Prophet Muhammad peace be upon him. Ate a macrobiotic diet. A macrobiotic you like, what? <laughs> what? What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, like, doesn't no. that,
2: um, I think the intention behind that maybe is to kind of make it more current so people can be a little bit more familiar with uh, the way?
0: As Muslims, we, like, Islam is primary to our identity. We always try to uh, justify things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, through, according to yeah, to our, to our Isla, to see Islam, yeah? it's
2: right it's true yeah. it's, macrobiotic. Yeah, it's <laughs> macrobiotic you can't yeah. see we do yeah. it
0: yeah. <laughs> but the thing is like all of these things are in general permissible it's like when you but you justify trying to justify it as like macrobiotic diet or vegan diet is Islamic they, they didn't eat much of anything they didn't eat much at all so like even meat the reason that they didn't eat much of anything or didn't eat much much meat is because of scarcity. Scarcity too. Yeah, just yeah. and that's a, that's a fact. That projecting that uh, the Prophet Muhammad didn't like to eat much meat is like conjecture or speculation. Already. Or, or, but we know that, you know, they're in the desert. There's yeah. not that much meat to go around yeah. anyway. You know, obviously they're going to eat a little bit less meat and meat would be a luxury. It doesn't make sense. But in fact, I believe in historically... The sort of staple that you would serve is uh, a meat meat soup or meat stew, with bread crushed in it. That's the staple. Carbs and uh, uh, the vitamins. In fact, uh, like the the salary of one of or the stipend of the first uh, caliph of Islam, Abu Bakr, was uh, one one goat a day. Because he not used, to, yeah, so, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah, so, because he used to feed oh. a lot of people, like oh, he used to have okay. guests over, not for and one eat, person, yeah. <laughs> he like make sure everybody was. Yeah. So he was getting yeah. a goat a day, yeah, and so that means he was eating meat every day, and yeah. his peop- the people oh. around him was eating meat every day. And yeah. So being, uh, I, I get, a, I feel a bit weird when you're like, you're like, yo, we shouldn't eat that much red meat because red, not eating red meat is Islamic. You heard, like from a health perspective, and for, from an environmentalist perspective. It makes sense to man, cut back up. you don't know how these guys, it.
3: these chickens are cut up and like... No, I know, but, but, it's not, mad, but it's not...
2: But the, the <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not the chicken's I, fault. Of course it's not the chicken's fault. No, what I'm saying is is that it's the humans who are Yeah, so we a, gotta... We gotta, okay, we gotta start making better you, choices. But if you had your own farm and you, if you did your own kind of... Who's cattle, got, who got their own farm? If you did, then it's... The world would be in a better place. Nobody's yeah. got their own farm. You
0: can actually go in for a cow. Like, you can go to a farm or, or on a lane mm-hmm. and you can, exactly. you can buy the cow and the guy will raise it for you and slaughter it for you, there you go. and if you have a deep freezer you really? have a whole cold cow for yourself Pretty much. but yeah. the problem One is cow cow hanging in the, house. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is people don't want to pay the cost of that um, sort of ethical responsibility they want, they want their meat and they want it now right yeah. that's what, that, the demand of meat and the, the demand for a lower cost is what drives the meat industry and the abuse of these animals um, and from an ethical perspective, like when we're slaughtering animals, we're supposed to treat those animals really well. Okay. And harming animals, oppressing, oppressing anything in general is is prohibited in Islam. So but the yeah. way the meat industry operates, because it's mass produced, they yeah. they have
3: the the only way for them to maintain control yeah. is to be, do all these oppressive practices. Yeah. Man, the so, amount of meat we consume is too yeah. much. You know, if so, it's one one cow a month, let's say, it's a different story. You know what I mean? But it's like every
0: day you by and yeah. so like the really the really sort of spiritually aware people they are very careful about where they get their meat from like they'll only get their meat from a butcher that they personally like know that he he's one guy he's a butcher he prays all the five prayers in the masjid yeah. and he raises his his chickens and cows or whatever like nicely, and they have yeah. a nice home. <laughs> you yeah, you yeah, get what yeah. I'm yeah. saying? Because like that food that goes inside you, there's spiritual consequences. Yes, for those. you get what I'm saying? Because you like are what you eat. Meta- yeah. Metaphysical consequences,
3: bro. I swear, I had I had a chicken thing for dinner. <laughs> I had a dream about being sliced up. <laughs> I swear to God, it was not. I was tripping the hell up. I felt I was getting chopped up in the dream. (laughs) Then I woke up. I was like, I shouldn't have had that fried chicken.
0: Yeah. yeah. So that chicken might not have been halal, or you you get what I'm saying. There must have been something wrong with the chicken. In fact, that they say one a good thing, a good way when you're cooking is to to uh, send salawat on the prophet while you're cooking. So yeah the, uh, because the salawat of the prophet is uh, like a cure a yeah? yeah uh and you 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 uh, infuse the cooking with it's a spiritual the, act it the, becomes a spiritual exactly act. so the cooking is a, becomes an act of worship and a spiritual act and that sort of spiritual presence is what makes food uh, nutritious and nourish nourishes and you'll feel uh, you'll feel more full and more uh, satiated uh, from a little bit of food yeah. versus like a ton of like a massive amount of food that's just mass because I think it's you're right. even
3: in a mental state when you start consuming that food you know, your mind yeah. is in a certain state you know
0: yeah, all of these things in life especially they have they have spiritual effects everything that we do and as Muslims like we want to do stuff that improves our spiritual state rather than uh, debases the spiritual state because uh, at the end of the day that spiritual state is like the be all and end all of your existence and will Determine your fate in the in the afterlife. Mm -hmm. So, if you eat like uh, fried foods after iftar, you're gonna feel very sluggish, and especially the first couple of days of Ramadan, you have to you have to take it easy because you your your body is has not been eating and it's not used to the fasting mentality. As soon as you eat something, your your I discuss (laughs) that. Yeah, your sympathetic or I can't if it's parasympathetic or whatever. Your nervous system goes into sleep mode. Mm. Yeah, rest and relax mode. Well, during the day it was in fight or flight mode. Yeah, uh, yeah. So you're more alert or active. So you have to take it easy the first couple of days because if you if you eat a heavy meal and you go to tarawi, that first tarawi or and cup, first couple of tarawis are really bad. You like you like you know yeah. sleeping while you're standing basically. So okay, please. look, oh, to take me to a, so like
3: say I'm, I'm a gym dude, I'm exercising whatever. I break iftar. Mm. Let's say, uh, what do you break it like? So I gotta go to the gym because this is now I'm, I'm after iftar. Okay. How how should you do it? You break you breakfast and then when when do you go to the gym? What do you eat before the gym? Yeah. What do you eat after you go to the gym? Okay. Uh, wh- what's the thing? What do you
0: suggest? Okay, I'll talk about I'll talk about what I do. Yeah. Uh, and this I have to t- like I'll tell it for the listeners I have to give a legal disclaimer that you know I'm not a certified nutritionist or a f- trainer or whatever. So whatever I say, you can take it with a grain of salt. Do your own research. Consult physicians if you want to. What I do is the main thing is that first of all, I'm not. My intention is I'm not trying to lose weight or gain muscle or get buff or get ripped during Ramadan. That uh, intention, if, you, if I have the wrong intention during Ramadan, it could possibly nullify all of my uh, Ramadan oh, fasting. Because okay. yeah? Ramadan is only supposed to be, uh, your intention is supposed worshiping. to be uh, for worshipping God. Yeah, So if I'm like, I'm going to fast uh, so I can lose a few pounds... Yeah, then I didn't actually fast. My fast is not. Bad. What if
2: it's like okay, I'm. Uh, this is my intention is to worship, but mm. like at the back back of my head, like it'll be cool if I drop a couple of like.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's a, that's a gray area. Um. I don't know the actual answer whether like you're eighty
2: yeah, 20 yeah, yeah. <laughs> percent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No. That I, I get what you're saying. That's a gray area. It's, you would you would rather stay away from that. So if just to put it in practical terms. Like, if you don't work out in general, if you're not, a you know, uh, somebody who is into fitness, don't start during Ramadan. That's not the Yeah, point. then, like, your okay. action betrays your intention. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it's right yeah. there. Like, it's yeah, obvious, yeah. yeah. But if you're already, you know, going to the gym, like, you want to maintain your gains. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah you get what I'm yeah. saying? So I I don't do cardio so I can not speak about cardio what to do about cardio during Ramadan I have no idea but I do we lift do uh, like 20 minutes once a week man like, finish it up I do so yeah so I do I just lift weights I lift weights three times a week I do like a powerlifting routine uh, and that's really heavy weight so what I do is cuz the main aim of Ramadan is ibadah and sleep is more important than actually working out because you're not you, you're up later during the night And you don't have that much sleep Especially in the summer now Because the The, the time, time between uh, Aisha When yeah. Tarawih finishes And the time when It's like t- 3 o'clock in the morning yeah. When we're getting up For suhoor We have like 4 hours of sleep only And The actual gains Happen when you're sleeping Not mm-hmm. when you're working out mm-hmm. You get You get them gains By recovering From working out Not from actually working out So, so this, do you
2: work out Before Tarawih?
0: I work out before Iftar actually While I'm fasting Wow so how that works is be- uh, because the pr- primary focus is the ibadah, yeah. So I wanna have, I wanna, m- m- I wanna optimize myself around the ibadah. If I'm, you know, if I don't get enough sleep, I can't wake up for fajr. You know, if I'm, if I'm uh, uh, rushing to go work out after taraweeh, I'm not concentrating on taraweeh. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Uh, so.
2: So your best time is. Uh, yeah,
0: and also there is there is like some scientific. Reasons uh, Back in Yeah Because uh, They call it It's a super compensation effect Yeah So When you In your fat Like if you're Like if your muscles Are like starved of Nutrients And then you put uh, Training stress on it Then when you uh, Finally eat Like you'll experience A um, A super compensated effect Or a multiplier A multiplied effect Oh okay So it's
2: actually Anything anything. yeah
0: it, it could be but there's also there's also research research saying that um, when you're uh, lifting weights in a faster state when you're dehydrated is actually bad for you, so it increases cortisol, and your muscles are actually weaker when they're in a dehydrated mm-hmm. state. So to work around that, basically what you do is uh, what I do is I reduce the volume, so the amount of total volume that I do, but I keep the weights heavy enough. Okay. Yeah. So I keep the intensity high, and the and the and I reduce the volume. So if I do like uh, three sets of really heavy squats, I might just do one set of really heavy squats, mm-hmm. yeah, and then I finish the rest of my workout like that. And I, I'll cut cut back on the uh, accessory movements. I'll just do my main movements and go. Yeah. And then what that also what what that does is it'll deplete your muscles of any glycogen. So whenever you whatever carbs you do eat will go straight to your muscles rather than convert it into uh, into fat mm-hmm. uh, so that's basically what I do so I'll I'll train th- three times a week I'll I'll go to the gym before iftar usually I work out from or to just before iftar and then I go home and break my fast when I break my fast it's I usually uh, take it easy I mu- I'll just eat eat fruit uh, Ooh, just yeah. just to get my like my digestive system going, and yeah. Stuff, yeah. Uh, and it's it's uh, there's fiber, there's uh, the the liquids in the fruits. And I'll do like you know the the probiotic, the, the laban Yeah. 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 Um, the marmum marmum laban, yeah. Yes. Uh, so I'll drink one of those and I drink some water. Then I go pray maghrib, come back, eat dinner, and then go for Aisha and Taraweeh. And when I come back from Taraweeh, I'll eat again because there's not that much time to eat a full meal between Maghrib and Aisha okay. if you actually yeah. want to show up to the prayer on time yeah That's true. Okay. so I keep the the actual d- dinner smaller but I eat again after I, I do is, the, it, rawr. is
2: it full of like protein sort of like yeah uh, so
0: I, I'll, I'll mainly focus on on uh, vegetables so I'll do a salad or, or broccoli or whatever it is first and then I'll eat protein okay. and then if I have time and if I have space, Or like, if I have space in my in my stomach, I'm still hungry. I might eat 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 some carbs. Okay. But usually, I'll consume most of my carbs after I come back from Taraweeh. So Mm. I'll do like a I'll do another like a protein shake, and I'll uh, I'll add carbs like rice or bread. And that is
2: because you you don't want your body to go into the sleep mode sort of when exactly
0: exactly. So once you eat the carbs, that's when like for me personally, I have low insulin sensitivity. Uh so yeah. that's like that's like <laughs> who's that? <laughs> Is that like a professor? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so <laughs> So have you ever had uh like, uh, like a like b- like a bunch of rice and then you feel really, really I sleepy afterwards? Yeah? Oh. That's like your, daily, right? your insulin spiking, yeah. So your Probably insulin spike when it drops down you feel that that sluggish like like Fear, your yeah. com comat- comatose effect, yeah, you know, that itis. Uh, so like yeah, I'll get the carbs after tarawih, and then I'm gonna sleep anyways. Yeah, mm-hmm. so it doesn't really matter. But if I want to stay awake and alert for tarawih, so I'll keep the carbs low during before before that. Okay. Yeah, but if but I actually if I eat a lot of carbs and I'm gonna feel drowsy during tarawih. That's just like
2: eat. game of chess. Yeah, it's like str- strategic eating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's yeah. call it that. Yeah. <laughs> <Not> bio strategic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, what about um qiyam? Like the, okay, so like. Uh, you go to sleep Yeah Then I
0: If I have to wake up For Qiyam Like I'll wake up For Qiyam And pre-Qiyam al-Layl. When I come back Then Suhoor is usually I eat eggs okay. Yeah Eggs and And uh, whatever else I'll I'll have some carbs With, with that as well uh, But just to keep My protein requirements Sometimes I'll do an, A protein shake With Suhoor as well So yeah. eggs Plus a plus a protein shake Plus carbs
3: But when you're Taking this much protein You need a lot of water man. Okay.
0: I make sure That I get at least uh at least uh, two and a half to three liters of water during that yeah. time that I'm eating. So, with breaking my fast, I'll get 500, uh, half a liter. Then, um, as soon as I finish praying Maghrib, I'll get another half a liter, yeah? Then, after I eat dinner on the way to Aisha, I'll get another half a liter, Um uh, and then after Taraweeh, I'll do another half a liter. That's two liters now. Strategic yeah. drinking. So, <laughs> you get what liquids. I'm saying. <laughs> For real. And then when I wake up in the morning, I'll get a half a liter immediately on waking up. And with the suhoor after the suhoor, I'll get another half a liter. Now that's three liters. Mm. So, I have those opportunities to get as much liquids as I can.
2: And juice is just like an add-on. Yeah, I don't actually works. drink
0: that much juice. The, the fruit actually gives you will give you the the juice effect you know okay. what I'm saying yeah, yeah, yeah. so two liters to three liters is fairly easy if you drink water like that mm. you just time it with the with the okay. s- situations where you have opportunity to just drink water so that's it I'm just basically workout three times a week eat like that focus mainly on you know um, I actually eat a lot better quality food during Ramadan then in I'll terms say, of like yeah. vegetables and you know high quality protein and you know, rather than yeah because like my goal is to stay alert for the ibadah and the crappy quality food negatively affects that True. so i'm not actually trying to eat healthy yeah i'm actually trying to do my ibadah my my remembrance of god yeah, on yeah. I'm focusing on i'm strategically eating and and training to focus around that everything my my entire like day ramadan routine is focused on maximizing the effect of that uh, those acts of worship which is why i train in a fasted state even though it's it's hard and you don't you're very thirsty by the end of it and dehydrated it's so that i can you it's know the i the gap
2: do... because so you can be able to do exactly exactly in so in from worship. a
0: lifestyle perspective that's what fits best for an observant muslim but if you want to go like science the science way obviously the best time to train is after tarawih because now you've eaten, you have yeah, yeah, water you in your system, uh, you're fully, you, you fully hydrated, you have nutrition in your system, you're going to get a much better workout and the gains might be uh, better and you'll be able to work out harder. But practically speaking for a Muslim uh, who's trying to you know, get the full benefit of Ramadan, it's not, it's not practical. Because you're gonna have to sleep the entire day, and that's not really the point of fasting. Unless yet. you're without a job, yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <dude>. yeah. <laughs> what about this whole yeah sleeping
2: throughout like fasting kind of? You can do digestive. that. What's the problem? Man? Hold on a second, bro. Oh, why why are you getting offended? Like you do it. What's the problem? Uh what do you
0: think? I guess. Uh, I mean, people are people are different. Like. I, you you can you can take a, I mean so you're not it's not haram to sleep while you're fasting right you can take people you can take naps I, I even I take I take naps during the day yeah so after after work because we get done at two o'clock uh, during Ramadan hours so I'll take a nap immediately after that you know and that's okay but like sleeping the entire day is like you're playing with the religion you get what I'm saying yeah, like yeah. you're trying to Work on loopholes Or whatever it yeah, is Yeah, yeah Yeah, so a lot of people Will sleep the entire day No, but the, I don't little. agree
3: Because like, okay if, if Just hypothetically If you're in a type of life situation Where you can sleep From from uh, Fajr till Iftar Let's just say that You're waking up to catch All the necessary spiritual uh, Acts of worship mm. And then throughout the day You're resting So that you can stay up The whole night What about Yeah, prayers? that's va- that's valid
0: actually But that's what about, one about prayers? Of the, I mean, you You the only prayer that you have to wake up for during the day is Udhur and Asr, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so, from Fajr to Asr? So, f- like, for example. No, for example, but then the that's, way, okay, that's twelve o'clock or like yeah. whatever. Then so you it's...
3: nap again, and all this stuff—you just sleeping. <laughs> so it's asleep. just like uh, <laughs> yeah, just yeah, strategic sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> strategic <laughs> sleeping,
0: and then. Uh, so what happens is, uh, no. that's totally valid what you
3: said, and that way you can you can have have a nice workout. You can eat, have a nice workout in the middle of the night, come back, do the whole kiamalel, everything, blah blah blah, and just r- get your work done while in the night period where you have energy in your body, and then the the, the morning period where it's. Fastest state state, Just rest your body Get up for the necessary prayers But most
2: people are working So it's it's not That's what I'm saying It's not not, Uh, But I'm gonna put you on the spot See usually Like When You know When Ramadan approaches There's always these like Campaigns of like The usual trends of like Things not to do And the respectful Whatever And wear respectful clothes I I want the non-generic stuff I want the alternative Like real underground stuff because we're an alternative podcast. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so we don't want that commercial stuff all, well, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. What, what do you think are, like, you know, things that people maybe miss out uh, but are very important during Minimalan? The first thing is, like, they're
0: eating too much. Yeah, okay. And they're, like, being very extravagant in going to all these Suhur buffets yeah.
2: and yeah, buffets. Shisha. T- t- uh, is a is uh, yani they make money see, yeah like they're the Shisha and they Ooh. watch
3: football the whole like jeez come on man.
0: Yeah. irshad mentioned the the, the, the the sleeping, yeah. So even in the, the books of the scholars they're like if your if your intention is to worship throughout the night, then it's good for you to sleep during the day. Because you're gathering energy for the night worship and the worship during the night is more powerful in Ramadan than the worship during the day. So that's cool. But, but you the, can't
2: obviously take those off; like they have to be done because yeah, yeah, your no, whole you have not be valid Yes, these are not
0: exactly. Yeah. So I mean, if if for example, if you uh, pray Fajr and then you pray the uh, the sunra- after sunrise prayer, and then you go to sleep until Zohar totally alright, no problem. Yeah, even if you want to sleep again after Zohar until Asr, Do you? because you're staying up the entire night in in worship, that's totally cool. The problem that we were discussing is those people that sleep the entire day. Yeah. And they stay up the entire night smoking shisha and watching uh, soap operas or whatever it is, and yeah. then they're just trying to avoid the you know the physical effects of fasting by sleeping. Yeah, that's blameworthy because they're yeah. not they're not doing worship. They're just entertaining themselves for the so, entire so, night. So so
2: yeah. I think yeah one one uh, you know non-generic thing is, but it's really very obvious is the intention is uh, you know the, to have the pure intention to to put. You know, your worship and put your mind... Yeah, that's if, if your intention up.
3: is to really take it as a spiritual time. I mean... Not everybody will, because not everybody's there in that state. Right? Sure, yeah, of
2: course. Um, but, yeah... It's so it's
3: difficult for everybody. I mean, we're talking like we're guys, but we're not guys. We're, we're just not asking all, you We're not.
2: Ask. Like, I could be the biggest hypocrite right now. Yeah, Which yeah, yeah. I am, but like... Uh, <laughs> but, I and mean, you know, we, we pray for Allah's uh, mercy and <laughs> righteous faith.
0: I mean... So, I mean, the best thing to do for everybody, like even I'm, I am have my own uh, shortcomings, what I do every Ramadan is I work on just one thing that I try to improve about myself. Either one uh, positive attribute that I want to instill in myself okay. or one one negative attribute that I want to remove from myself. That's cool. Just focus on that one thing for, for 30 days on top of doing your obligatory stuff. Even if you don't go for Tarabi, it's... So way is not obligatory. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But the ob- obligatory stuff is even more obligatory during Ramadan, like in terms of the, the, the value and the obligation. So if, I, what I do is I just work on one thing every Ramadan. Now, all of that stuff is cumulative. Like if you work on one thing during Ramadan for 20 years, you could be, become a changed person. Yeah? True. Yeah? True. Yeah? True. It's, it's all about, you know, being strategic and not trying to do too many things at once and really nailing that one thing that you want to improve. So that it has a lasting effect. And strategic it,
2: development. Strategic worship. Yeah.
0: A couple of years ago, I I started this thing where every time I went and w- stepped foot in the masjid, I made the intention of doing i'tikaf. Because i'tikaf you can do it anytime. So i'tikaf is like during the last 10 days of Ramadan, you seclude yourself in the masjid. <gasps> oh, it's an act oh, of like oh, spiritual, uh, about this? spiritual seclusion. Yeah, you, know, you don't even go home yeah. You sleep there Toothbrush, yeah. Eat cowl. everything yeah, exactly. yeah. Change of
3: underwear That's about it Yeah exactly.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> the only time you leave Is like to go to the bathroom And to fulfill other Like uh, needs okay. So That is actually Not limited to Ramadan You can do it Any time of the year yeah. And mm-hmm. it's also Not limited by The specific time You right. don't have to Like even one second With the intention of I'atikaf Is like I'atikaf Interesting So what I do is Every time I step inside The masjid I make the intention Of doing I'atikaf so now, even if I didn't actually do I'tikaf the, the, for the the Ramadan, the specific I'tikaf, I've done I'tikaf cumulatively every single of a, each of the five prayers during the entire month. And I've managed to keep that up for two years now. So every time I enter the masjid, I make the intention of doing I'tikaf on top of what I'm already entering the masjid Wait, so explain forward.
3: that a bit more. I'm confused. It's, go,
0: stack, it's like stacking your intentions. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like putting your putting your eggs in different baskets. Yeah,
0: like it's like uh, diversifying your portfolio. You Pretty get? much. Yeah. 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 So, like, you have you say you're going to pray Fajr, yeah? Yeah. You have an intention to go pray Fajr. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's, one. that's one. And now you have the intention to to do I'tikaf. That's two. Second, you have the you can have the intention to you know. Um, What's
3: the significance of the intention? I don't it know, multiplies
0: the rewards. Yeah. Because it's so all about, about it. intentions. So man. wait wait, you're telling me that
3: it's an, an act you, of worship. When you step into this mosque, the part of the blessings of worship is derived from holding an intention in your heart as you arrive. Everything like yes. you have to show up with an intention. Yeah. That's how the ble- like that's part of the way the blessings are received. So that's okay,
0: sorry. sorry it, yeah, sorry. Sorry about that. Um so Okay, just there, it's there's a fine line here. Uh just the act of showing up. And uh, doing uh, w- doing Wudu and and praying in in is signifies your uh, intent, yeah. Okay, yeah according yeah, to yeah. according to some people, yeah. But according to others, that you have to be fully conscious of that intent while you're doing it. That's why some people say that you should say your intention out loud, speak it out loud, yeah, so that it's fully. Um, so you create the resonation, still, man. Exactly. So whatever you do, if you're doing it mindlessly, it's, in, it's in, invalid, yeah? Hmm. If you're just showing up to, uh, to, the, to the mosque mindlessly, yeah, just as a routine, and you don't actually have a willful present intent to uh, show up at the masjid to pray, and when you're praying, the intent is not there. That act of worship, externally it might be fulfilled, but spiritually it's, it's invalid, and
2: I believe that that applies to all acts of worship. all acts of worship. Everything okay. in Islam is about intentions.
3: Cool. So then, now in the case of you're saying now in Ramadan, you're going to show up with this with
2: double intentions at the same time. So, but, but the actual yeah, thing act is. of this, this
0: yeah, take is an act of worship in and of, in and of itself. But you have to stay in the mosque. Yeah. So I'm staying in the mosque for the duration of that prayer, right? And it's That's not also limited by yeah. It's also anytime you're secluded in the mosque. With the intention of Okay. that's a uh, a discrete act of worship on its own. Ah, so there's not the limited time. by time. Not limited by time. I could be in there five minutes, you know, half an hour, five is, hours. Is there a special thing you have to say to, but to prepare the, the intention?
2: I'tikaf. I mean, if you hold that intention,
3: um, you have to fulfill it. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Like holding the intention is one thing, but you stay five minutes and it's a regular prayer. What's the big deal? It's like no, but it's you, like
2: finding loopholes, right?
3: No, no,
0: it's not because. What, is, what are you supposed to do in Ahtikaf? You're supposed to, one, be in the masjid, yeah? And th- that's the only condition, actually, for it to be valid. And you know, and um, on addition to that, you're supposed to stay away from frivolity and chit-chatting. You're supposed to be engaged in worship of re- remembrance of God. And that's fulfilled by the actual prayer. Yeah? Okay. So you've actually fulfilled all of the conditions of your okay by uh, by making that intention and being inside the masjid okay. so it's a valid i'tikaf on top of being a valid prayer and on top of being a valid you know uh, prayer in uh, in congregation so what's the process you have to say something
3: is there a certain thing you have to like like a no you just like uh, you just
0: uh, basically uh, uh, make the make the intention present in your heart It's like so when i enter the masjid i say i intend to uh, perform i'tikaf for the duration that I am present in this masjid I intend to basically focus and be present if they're full yeah. so that's that's the discreet active speci- that's active worship on its own the eritikaf okay. on, on top of actually doing the prayer or whatever else I do it in the in the masjid so I get the reward for the prayer I get the reward for whatever else I do in the masjid and I get the reward for the That's eritikaf and you can do this with a lot of different things for example um, when you're going to work yeah you can turn your 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 act of going to work and working into an act of
2: worship for God's intention. yeah exactly
0: to you know provide for your family so that you can fulfill your religious obligations so that you can gain God's pleasure so that you can gain, gain entry into in there's the positivity
3: in that man it's like keeping yourself uh, in
0: check,
2: all the in time. check grateful
3: Conscious. appreciative uh, aware of the blessings around you yeah, aware you of why you're doing what you're doing
2: yeah. you're
0: always present in the you're, you're present actually whatever you're doing you're, you're willfully and in uh, present in your
3: it's uh, funny man this this concept of mindfulness has only entered the mainstream view in the last couple of years you know what mm-hmm. i mean but like when you then reflect on the o- the older spiritual practices right because these are now new age kind of concepts right the older spiritual ac- ac- uh, practices have all these things embedded in them it's just nobody explained it in a way that could be understood in you know in this it wasn't framed in this way you know what i mean? But now that you
0: look back on, you're like, okay, so this is all there, right? Sure. And and for for Muslims, it's actually very easy for us to to do that because we we just have to say Bismillah. If you understand, like, if you understand the meaning of Bismillah, like it completely refocuses your 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 frame of reference. to Any action present. worth doing yeah.
3: should be is worth uh, saying Bismillah yeah. before you do it. Yeah, right? and
0: the meaning of Bismillah is that it's not you're not just saying the name of uh, God. You're actually by invoking his name, uh, it's like it's an invocation, by invoking his name actually you're, uh, you want the blessings of um, being uh, close to him by mentioning his name and also you're asking for his aid. So it's like a dua basically. Just the act of being uh, mindful enough to say Bismillah refocuses everything to making that an act of worship. Okay. Do, you, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Rather than you actually thinking about, okay, I need to make this an act of worship. Mm. Just the act of saying Bismillah, while understanding what you're saying, being fully mindful of what you're saying, that turns this this thing to an act of worship.
2: Veiled
1: by the drapes of heaven, tantalizing aromas of bakhoor and fatur, serenading palm trees, sheathed with golden lanterns to a Ramadan moon. In light of this
3: holy month, the Dukan family would like to wish you a Ramadan Kareem.
1: Anyone can count the seeds in an apple, but only one can count all the apples in a seed. Before the creations of the heaven and the universe, there was only one. Allah, Rabbil Alameen Al-Wahid, who made the sun And planted the stars like trees Al-Ahad, the unique one With no need of slumber or sleep Al-Khaliq created you like kun fayakun from the womb to the tomb al-raqib is always watching you al-musawr fashioned thee and gave you all your faculties all praise be to al-hamid to he that is perfect and complete and glory be to al-majid majestically honorable indeed and why would he need money when he is al-ghani al Razak? fulfills the needs of even the birds and the bees while al wahab bestows his bounties out of love and mercy and you could try and count all his blessings but he is Al-Azim cause Al-Malik is the only king with servants he doesn't need Al-Hay is alive and Al-Qayyum Will never die, Al A'la, beyond the skies. And Al Hakim, the most wise, no lies. But why would they try to prescribe a summit, a sun, when my Lord has 99 names and Jesus ain't one? Al Hakim is the judge, a Sayyid Master above. Waging war against Al Aziz is like spitting at the sun. Allah is Al Jameel and loves that which is Al Jamal. And why would you have fear when Al wali is by your side The most gentle Al-Rafiq Has the firmness Of Al-Mateen Musa spoke to as But couldn't see Al-Basir Al-Awwal Was the first And Al-Akhir Is the last Al-Alim Knows the present And the future And the past Al-Wasi' Encompasses all It knows With benefits And harms Al-Shafi Heals the sick And Al-Muhsin Gives good to all Al-Mubin Guides to this deen Making the truth Clear and clean al Mut'min can provide security in ways you've never seen Al-Qadir does what he pleases and is capable of all things And he who kneels before Al-Mutakabir can stand up to anything Victory comes from Al nasir So I give thanks to ash Shakur Put my trust in Al-Wakil Say my love for Al-Wadud Ya Ghafoor, Ya Ghafar Forgive me for you are Al-Afu at we turn to you Cause you are al Kudus, ya salam. It is my dream to see you, Ya Kareem, Ya Fatah. Open the highest gates of Jannah for me. Ameen. Al Mujib hears my prayers even when I can't find the words to say them. And Al Qawi gives me the strength to live a life of dedication to a Shahid being a witness over this entire nation. Al Hafiz protect this Ummah from all the fitna and temptation. Qareeb is closer to ourselves than our blood in circulation Al-Latif shows us kindness but most of mankind is ungrateful Till al Hasib takes account on the day that we'll be standing naked Where are their God's Al Jabbar will ask all of his creation, for he is Al Qahar, while the rest are simply imitations. Al haq the only truth on the day that our souls will become awakened. So repent before Al Warith, Inherits all that you've accumulated. Al Halim is patient with us, although we have disobeyed him. Goodness from Al Tayyib and Al Muhayman makes observations of prostrations to Allah manifesting to his creations el- made us Muslims so let us show appreciation for he is Al Jawad as revealed in his revelations for those of contemplation Al Kabir must be the greatest cause knowing Al Manan is the only key to our salvation the proof is Al Rauf, but it's true that their hearts are blinded and this is just a reminder for those who love to be reminded of the most beautiful names and attributes that you will ever see like the mercy of Ar-Rahman and the compassion of Ar-Rahim you can continue the conversation with the guys at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud at Dukan Show. Subscribe to the show on your iTunes and Stitcher to stay up to date. And if you like what you hear, give it a rating. Dukan is hosted by OT, Irshad, and Tuflis. You can also reach them on their personal social media profiles at OTOfficial and at Irshad underscore INI. And you can also reach Tuflis at soundcloud.com slash firas dash Ibrahim.